do do you have a desire to say anything yourself as the general captain of the ship? Uh, no, I don't have to. I mean, I'll say hi when you introduce me and maybe right. add something to it, but I'll chime in when needed. Okay. Just don't want to step on your toes. That's fine. No, this is your this again. This is your show, or you guys' oh, okay. show. I'm giving you guys the platform to talk about when you, what you want to talk about. I have no bearing on what the hell we're covering. You nice. need to just get on it. You need to just start binge-watching this shit and catch up. Seriously, yeah, I like, know if I have that in me. It's every episode up until the last one's on Netflix still. So, I mean, it's there. Yeah. I know it's there. Yeah, I just... I If I have the choice between either starting a new show, like, or, you know, there's other stuff that I'd rather watch than this. This one's lower on my priority list. Or if it's like if I have free time, it's either start a new show or play some video games. And video games have been winning out recently. I didn't understand a word you just said. <laughs> it's all gibberish to you. It's all I, the, uh, after once you I heard don't low wanna, on the totem pole. I, after I heard <laughs> not a priority, I just <laughs> synapses weren't firing right. Welcome to this week's edition of Bry Guy and His Super Friends, the only podcast where... Holy frick, did you see the season premiere of Walking Dead? Jesus Christ, it was out of control! I will be your kind of quasi-temporary host, Josh, for the evening. Uh, Joining us is, of course, uh, the uh, captain at large, Brian Labick. Hello, I am here for just emotional support. (laughs) And there's plenty that's going to need to be going around. Uh, of course, Mike Romano is here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm not dead. I'm good. <laughs> he's he's your your picture is not uh, turned to black and white yet on that uh, original cast photo where they keep making everyone yes. that looks like ghosts who are now dead. I'm, I'm hanging in. I'm seven seasons strong, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, coming back yet again, uh, the newest and uh, popular contributor to the show mike bradley hello i'm here yes i guess i'm still alive um <laughs> but i'm soon to be dead i feel like i'm going though i, <laughs> I feel like they're gonna cut my role you know it's it is what Checks it is in the mail <laughs> gotta review that contract all right so we are going to be focusing primarily on uh the walking dead and especially in light of the season premiere of season seven occurring this past Sunday, uh, I know the topic has come up on many past shows and, uh, every time, especially Mike Romano and I are on together and Brian says, we, uh, need to set some kind of like Walking Dead episode. We got to do that eventually. Well, it only took what's close to what, 70 episodes almost. What, what is this going to be? It's, you know, it's fitting though. <laughs> It's fitting. We're it's the seventh season premiere of Walking Dead. We are on the seventieth episode of the podcast. Oh, that's is it? Perfect. All right. I mean, I I did I did suggest it, and I feel like it happened quicker than when you guys suggested. That's all. (laughs) Man, man. I guess I mean as like basically almost like the co-host of this show. I mean, (laughs) as close to it as you come. I guess I have no pull anymore. Well, I see how I rank Brian (laughs) Relabic. I'm you know I'm just trying to balance the mics out as best I can. 
Uh, give him more clout since he's new, huh? I gotta, Try to even us out. I'm not, I can't play favorites. I got like 30 episodes under my belt. This guy's got like three. <laughs> he makes a point. He makes a point. Uh, everybody needs that little nudge over the cliff, and then we finally got it. Yeah. Um, well, I, I would like to say, actually, uh, quickly first, then, uh, I'm a little disappointed in the crew for not making one comment or acknowledgement or joke last episode about the 69th episode. Oh, yeah. I, did, I didn't think about that. I wasn't aware it was the 69th episode. Way to drop the ball, yeah, guys. No, no, no. Yeah. Honestly, I don't really pay attention to episode numbers until, like, after we're done, and I'm starting to edit it and stuff like that, so... We can retcon them <laughs> I... the 69th episode. We can we can put some stuff in here Hurry that'll... <laughs> Make a 69 joke now, I'll put it in the, the previous episode. <laughs> I, I, you gotta include coffee, since we were talking about Luke Cage, so, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I ain't getting coffee with any of you guys. <laughs> can we include a sweet Christmas in there with somehow? I don't know. <laughs> But. I don't know. One of the best lines from that show is a pimp stormtrooper. Yeah, so <laughs> I want to. I want to use that as much as possible now. <laughs> well, as we said, this is this is going to be our Walking Dead centric episode. And uh, although in a couple of seconds you are going to hear the official Super Friends uh, spoiler warning, look, look, can we just be honest about internet content and listening to podcasts and things? Th- this is about entertainment and pop culture. If you don't like it or aren't into it or haven't gotten to it yet, of course Get the it's going to yeah, it, it's gonna <laughs> say stuff that you don't know yet. So just stop being a pansy about it, all right? There's six, there's six full seasons of this show down already. If you haven't gotten into it yet, like somebody on the panel, then... What? Who would that be? That's, that's fine. As Brian would say, pause this podcast and go watch all of it. Before you come back <laughs> and listen to it, but that's that's going to be the entire episode. So if you're not a fan of The Walking Dead, or you honestly think you might uh, get there eventually, and you don't want to know everything we're going to talk about, put this episode in your bank. Come back to it in the future. Uh, but otherwise, it's uh, it's it's time to spoil and retroactively ignore your Facebook feed for the last three days if you can. <laughs> <laughs> wee wee spoiler. Wee-oo, wee-oo, spoiler! You know, something like that. I feel like that started a lot more mean of a spoiler alert than I normally <laughs> do. <laughs> Everyone's like, get the fuck out! <laughs> I, mean, I mean, come on, if you're not down with this shit by now, I mean, what, the comic book's been around since, like, 2003, 2004, so if you don't know what the fuck's going on by now... Yeah. And, you know, it's just, if it, like I said, if it's not your thing, or if it might be, but you just haven't gotten there yet, I get it. Just don't compare plain just it's come, like come i mean I, I don't like if you're listening so, to this let's... show i think you probably know about this stuff by now it's my thought i i'm gonna hope so i i, I mean to... the host doesn't so i mean he, he doesn't <laughs> watch so i mean it that, i think that's fair enough to say that maybe not i mean i might not watch but i know i've had we've had a lot of requests for this, this topic specifically well then so that's why i wanted to make sure we got it in somehow even if it's not by me True. And, and you know, even though there was like a long delay on, you know, formally having a, a discussion on it, I don't think there was any better time that we could dive into something than what went down uh, with the cliffhanger from the end of season six and then what we got to see opening up season seven. Um, for me personally, I am going to actually ask uh, my other contributors 
I am not a comic book reader for The Walking Dead. Reason being is I didn't know it was based on a book when it first went on air, but I am a huge zombie fan. I'm a huge horror fan. And when the show came on, it looked legit. Like, oh my God, there's the network actually taking this seriously. They're going to put a budget. There's going to be effects. It's going to be good. So I was into it from day one. After like season three, I went back and read like 10 issues from a uh, trade paperback or one of the big compendiums. And already at that point, they were starting to talk about things, you know, in the way like they reshuffle timelines or storylines in the comics or they assign certain events to different characters and things they rearrange. There was stuff already getting spoiled for me. So I set the comics down um, and haven't gone back. So someday when The Walking Dead's no longer on TV and the series is over, I will probably go back and read them all. But you can you can read the first two compendiums and it'll catch you up to right now. Yeah, without... it, I mean, go ahead. I kind of already spoiled the one thing for you, um, <laughs> but uh, I think I did at least. Uh, well, a little bit, but I didn't really know what you were talking about anyway, so it wasn't that bad. You just basically made reference to something that I don't know. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, the, the one thing that I would say that, you know, it's not really a spoiler at this point, because even if you've just seen the cover of the compendium for the second or third compendium, yeah, Rick's missing a hand, okay? Like, it, it's pretty, mm-hmm. you know, like, that's widely known at this point. They teased it throughout this whole damn first episode, and mm-hmm. they didn't do it, which was the one thing I wasn't happy with. Um, <laughs> but it, 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 by the end of the second compendium, you're not even, I mean, you haven't even met Negan yet, because that ends it up, uh, mm-hmm. issue 96. Nine, Negan's 96. first appearance was issue 100. So. Okay. I mean, you should be good on that. Um, okay, and that's good for the other listeners as well. So yeah, you can yeah you can absolutely read the first ninety six issues of of the comic book, and it will take you almost to where we are right now. Yeah, and is there other events, so to speak, that you feel might get intertwined into the show later that they haven't used yet? Not really. No, I mean, like, it, no, the I... differences are, like, there's certain characters in the comics that are alive, mm-hmm. that are dead mm-hmm. on the show, and vice right. versa. So, it's hard to say what exactly they're going to do. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, you, you can see, like, there's, like, like people were, like, flip-flopped. Like, certain, like you'll, you'll see the exact, almost the exact same thing happen. Okay. But to a different character. Yeah. Okay. That so like it'll happen in the TV show, but it'll happen to a different, totally different character in the um, in the on the in the comic book. Okay. Right? But it's like it's still almost like the same things happen though. So would they do okay. that just to like keep the comic book readers guessing? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. I think so. I, I, I think it's more to keep the people watching the show guessing. Yeah. Yeah, but you, if they don't read the comic book, they wouldn't know right. which character is supposed to die at that moment. But comic book readers like, would be expecting one person, and then when it's someone else, that's still a surprise for them. Sure. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I mean they don't. I, I remember when they they interviewed Kirkman about it, and he said that they wanted it. They wanted it to follow similar similarly to the comic books, but they also wanted it to be different for the people that have read the comic books and the diehard fans. And they want them to, you know, maybe just experience something a little bit different. Yeah, I mean, in the comics, I think uh, Mike is more up to date than I am. But I mean, it. it Rick is actually still seeing Andrea in the comics, not yeah. Michonne. Like yeah. he never has a thing with Michonne in the comics. No. But Michonne's Andrea's still, been uh, dead Michonne's for four seasons. There, but... yeah. So, you know what I mean? But she's still 
alive and kicking in the comics and Rick's love interest. So it's just kind of an idea of like where they go without really spoiling anything for the show because she's dead. So it's there's no spoiler here. Um, <laughs> and Carol is not the badass that she is in the show. No, I, I oh, think that's, that she that's wasn't a shame because she's like maybe my favorite character. Carol was pretty pathetic in the comic books, yeah. to be honest. With you. She she just stays the way that she is in like season one and most of two. Yep, for the most part, yeah. Yeah, it, yeah. she she remains pretty helpless. Um, yeah, I mean, there, there's a lot of differences, but the the one thing that they're going to do this season that I'm very happy about is I was actually wondering whether or not they would do it was Ezekiel with the tiger. Like I was sure so Ezekiel was cool. going to show up, but him having the tiger and it, once again yeah. not a not a spoiler if you watch the trailers the tigers in the trailers it, yeah, it, yeah I, I saw the friggin tiger yeah he has a tiger in the comic books it's friggin badass <laughs> I, I i just didn't know whether or not they would actually go so far because i felt like in the comics that was one of the things that was actually got to the point of ridiculous you yeah. know like in yeah. something that really actually might not happen for any reason in the zombie apocalypse because who's just walking around with a tiger i mean but it's that's pretty fucking cool though oh no 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 <laughs> i'm not saying it's not cool but it, it, <laughs> the pet tigers the tiger yeah. trains zombies, zombies? Yeah, oh yeah yeah it, it fights right alongside them when they go out and fight zombies and stuff like it, it it's pretty damn badass but once again <laughs> yeah. i feel like it's the one thing kirkman went over the top with like it was like okay now it's like <laughs> yeah. this is not just people fighting people for resources and yeah, zombies yeah, in for the, the way most part that yeah it's grounded it's pretty grounded if you really think about it like it's pretty realistic except for the tiger yeah but me i mean i'm, I'm assuming you could i mean you i really relatively you you've seen with people train tigers I mean, so there's and no then you see what happens when Siegfried and Roy have trained tigers, and <laughs> that, that was a yeah. trained yeah. tiger. It's not. It, it, well, it's still, yeah, a tiger's still a tiger. It's going to eat your fucking face <laughs> off. But. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't think with all the other dangers in that world that you're taking the chance of having a pet tiger. Like, it, it, not to mention how much more you have to like have to feed a tiger. Like, it, the tigers weigh like 800 pounds. You know how much the thing has to eat in a day? You could feed like five how many, people. How many zombies does it kill a day? I don't know. You eat as many zombies as it wants. That's got to be eating zombie meat, right? That'll fill it up. I would think that would. It may not turn into a zombie, but I would think that would make it sick. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, they end up like you think they'd have to feed it like stuff. real food, real food. Yeah, I mean, it, maybe fresh zombies, fresh dead people. <laughs> I would still fresh think dead people. that you know, style. somebody <laughs> on the wall with a gun is taking out more zombies than that tiger is. Yeah, you know, like, I think it's just the pet. It's just, it's just, it's just there to be a badass thing, is what it was. Like, it's, yeah, that's really, that's exactly right. You know, but I'm looking forward to that. That's probably the thing I'm like most looking forward to in this season because, and they uh, they interviewed um um Nicotero, I think it was, and he said that, and and like it's like legit animatronics slash CG. Mm-hmm. So like it's not like it's like a, a real effect. That's pretty awesome. You know, it's a real effect with, like, some CG added to it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... So, that's pretty cool, because you, you wouldn't expect to see that. It's kind of big-budget stuff there, if you really think about it. Honestly, this show could ask for whatever budget it wanted. And oh, yeah. they yeah. would turn it right it's, it's over. It's the number one show on TV. Period. With, that was yeah. a point I actually wanted to make as well, is that I did not expect this, but... Um, 
they were talking about the ratings. I think it was, it was either yesterday or this morning. I was listening on the radio, and they're talking about the ratings from Sunday night, and they said it got like 17.1 million viewers, which made it only the second most watched episode. Yeah, and, I heard it didn't. It wasn't number one, which surprised the hell out of me. Yeah, I was shocked that it was not number one. It, it, that just but that's that was live though, wasn't it? That was just live watching. They, that's still not figuring in. Well, neither's the other one. Had a DV. Yeah, I mean, neither's the oh, one that's okay. considered number one. I mean, that's. It, it, yeah. What did, did they say? Which one still holds which, yeah, its which record? Oh, I'm curious. pretty sure it was. Um, I guess season four, episode one, after they're scattered by the governor. Oh, okay. Uh. Um. Yeah, I understand. You totally <laughs> yeah, Brian, do, Brian. Brian does. Exactly <laughs> I totally get that reference. You, you, you right now, yeah, right now, you are Captain America, <laughs> like re, unfrozen and living in a in a new world. <laughs> Short synopsis, Brian. Season three. There's this badass dude named the Governor. They're staying in a prison. He blows down the walls. They actually end up winning the fight, rebuild the walls. He goes off into God knows where. Bam! Last episode of the season, he turns back up, kills two main characters blows down all the fences and walls and everything they have, scatters the entire group and end season. And so it, it seeing where everybody's storyline was going to go, I guess got yeah. pretty high. It was, it was, yeah, it was the first time after three years that, you know, they spent three seasons building this community of people up and then all of a sudden they're forced to separate. So they all went their own ways, like by necessity. So yeah, I, I can, I can see how season four, uh, I think that. that's what it was. I, I, I'm not certain. I'd have to look it up to be certain, but I, I think I remember hearing that before. So the two highest rated episodes are episodes where two people die? No, um, no, no, no. It's season, no the, the, it was the, 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 the episode after all that stuff I just said. Oh, uh, okay. I got like, yeah, they yeah, ended the season three. Okay. Right. Yeah. So that's actually a good jumping on point to the season premiere uh, Sunday. So did anybody... I, I, for, especially for the readers, like, did you guys see more than one death coming? Did you think there I'm was going to be more than one? I'm pretty sure, pre-episode talking last week, that I said exactly what was going to happen. While really? we were kind of chatting before the show, yeah. I'm pretty sure I called that. Um, might have been after, actually, that me and Mike were talking about it. I, I yeah, I... I... The the two people that were killed, I I said I didn't think they would get rid of. I didn't think they were gonna do both of them. Uh huh. I I said it was it would absolutely be one of those two people. Oh really? Because uh, yeah, I mean, I, we can are we spoiling this? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, it the, the warnings out there. Okay, so like okay, so like I I knew Abraham. Like he even said he you know in the if you watch Talking Dead at all, he he was on borrowed time. Abraham technically in the comic books died a couple episodes before that. Okay. Should have the arrow through the eye that the uh, arrow through the eye with the doctor that should yeah. have been Abraham. That, that, so that, arrow, that Abraham was on borrowed time. So I was like, well, if they kill off Abraham, it could be Abraham. Sure, that would be it. But then I was like, I mean, uh, the comic books, it was Glenn. So I mean, that's like a no-brainer. So I was like, it's it's one of those two. I was I was actually very shocked to see that it was both of them. Yeah, I, I, I'm kind of disappointed in myself that I didn't see that smoke screen. That for. I mean, when when did it go off the air in in April? So for six months, yeah, I've just been thinking. You know, every time the topic would come up, who is it? Which one is it? Which person would it make sense to have to use to have an impact on the show? Like thinking about it from every which angle, it never occurred to me that it would be more than one. And it definitely didn't occur to me that if it were to happen, that it would just be Negan directly killing them like one after the other. 
like the way they broke the episode up, it made it like it might have been 15 minutes apart or 20 minutes apart. But if you played it chronologically, the whole thing probably happened within like six minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I not even that. absolutely yeah. did not see that coming. Yeah. Like I could have seen like, oh, he kills somebody. Then events that occur as a result of that leads to a scuffle or something else, or they, they leave and then someone's regrouped and through further events, you know, in the episode, someone else is taken out, but it never occurred to me that it would, it would, it would go down that way. Um, see, go ahead. I, I personally, I'm okay with the way they did it. Mm-hmm. Um, because the That's reason it. they did it that way is you, in order to get the point across with Negan, you he's actually like in the comics, he's an evil bastard. Yeah, but <laughs> he's likable because he has yeah. he has a charismatic personality. Yeah. And you have to over demonize him. Which is why in the comics he had to kill Glenn. It had right. to be one of the original people in the comics because if it was just Abraham or Sasha, somebody like that, yeah. it would be like, okay, they're gone. Uh, all right, we all knew that you know eventually this character, that character was going to die. But I really felt at the end of last season that they were going to kill Daryl simply because that would demonize him to the most people. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Daryl's you know the Absolutely. most popular character on the show, and there would be more people pissed off and wanting to see retribution for it and everything like yeah. that. So it would, I felt that would be the route they would go. But yeah, having him kill two okay. people instead of just the one Daryl, I, I kind of feel like they went that route. Unfortunately, they had to kill Abraham, and you're not going to get any more of those one-liners and things oh, like that that it. were so fantastic which i actually forgot yeah. how many great things there were absolutely oh, i mean it, just when he i mean he's, he's got his liners. head blasted open by a baseball bat and he's sitting there half alive and he still says like suck my nuts like <laughs> it's like yeah, all right that was a good way to go you know like yeah. he's gonna go that's how abraham would go i, yes. I can deal with that yes um but I miss that we're not going to get any more of that creative writing and more of those. Um. Well, here, here's how I approached from the from the time that season six ended. I said the show has gone. the sh- The show can be very, I don't want to say predictable, but it's very cyclical. They go to a different place. There's a different group of people. They have conflict. Things arise. Eventually walkers zombies will play a role in their in their uh in their conflict but pretty much by the end of the season the the people antagonist and the location typically have to change that's okay. gotten a little stale to a certain degree so i figured whether now some somebody well in advance spoiled for me that yes it is glenn who negan kills so I figured they're either going to stick with him or they're going to go with someone as equally, as you guys have sort of said, equally impacting for the show. They have to, they got to raise the stakes. As you mm-hmm. said, like, uh, Rosita, Eugene, Abraham, Sasha, they've all been on the show long enough that people have, you know, a good connection with them, but nothing like they do Rick, Carl, Glenn, Michonne, and Daryl. And Maggie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, Maggie. and, and Maggie. I, th- I don't, 
I don't think they ever, even if, even if it had been her in the comics and she wasn't pregnant in the comics or something, I don't think they would have allowed. No. The brutal beating of a pregnant woman. No. no on, that that would have been too far. I didn't think it would be a woman, period. Uh, that. That's why I ruled out women in general. Okay. Just right off the bat. So, and then, and there's that. So, so my, my thought was this. Abraham would have been a good choice because he's the rock. He's the sturdiest. He's the strongest. He's the soldier. The, exactly. He is the soldier, both metaphorically and literally. So, yeah. and I thought if they're not going to go with Glenn, right, they've got to go with someone else very impacting. Now, the reason I didn't, the reason I thought they might be pivoting from Glenn was they teased that Glenn died in the first half of the season, in the, in the fall, when they make it, when they allude to him having been killed, and then they actually don't answer it for like two or three episodes. Yeah, that was bullshit. They, well, they did exactly what I've said to a few people, um, that I wasn't sure they would do. So I wonder if they intentionally put that moment in that episode. I don't know if that's from the comics or not, but, I don't know if they intentionally put that moment in there just to throw you off to make you think that when the Negan time comes that they wouldn't pick Glenn. Meaning if you're, if you're producing a TV show and you're writing a storyline, why have this character, why make you think he, you know, one of your most beloved has finally been killed off only to show you that no, indeed he's still there. Just to polish him off again at the end of the season. I think it was an intentional curveball so that I, you just thought, oh, he's not the one Negan's going to kill because why would they do that? They just made you think he was dead before. They're not going to do that. And they and they did it. And I think that was intentional. I agree. Um, I read uh, Stephen Young's quotes uh, following the episode. He was interviewed. Mm-hmm. And he was told at the beginning of season six what the character's fate was going to be okay so they you know, i mean they, they, there's stories about you know they and they did they filmed every single one of those people there they filmed the the scenes they showed with the bat hitting them in the head and they didn't tell the anybody which one was actually going to take place until they started filming the new season oh, okay mm-hmm. um but steven young knew his character was going okay um Michael Cudlitz did not until filming they began to film it, right? Okay. Um, and I think, given that he knew a full season in advance, yep. they knew they were killing Glenn. They knew how they were going to do it. I think absolutely that's what it was: is to give people that you know Glenn's biggest fans give them that peace of mind, like ah, oh, they wouldn't do that to us again, and then do it. Um, so I want to say they even gave you a curveball probably right before that. The fact that everybody who read the comics knows that Glenn was going to be killed by Negan. And then instead of the first one to go is what was the first guy's name? Abraham. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So they kill him just to, again, surprise the comic readers. It's like, Oh, I thought it was going to be Glenn. And then immediately afterwards they do exactly what you thought was going to happen. Yeah. And, And the best part was, is if you go back and go, if you look at the comic books, you go panel by panel in the comic books, uh-huh. and you go scene by scene with Glenn's death. It is almost even the camera angles, the eye from popping the drawings, out. 
and the way he looked, the words that were said are, I mean, yeah. exact to wow. the comic books. I mean, it is. I mean, it is the comic book on screen. The the only thing that I've noticed with Jeffrey Dean Morgan in this first episode, it's mm-hmm. the second episode is Negan, right? But first episode this season, um, that There's I feel like yeah. really. Um, and I, I, I don't think that he portrays the character of Negan in the same light as the comics. He's okay. very close, yeah. but Negan in the comic books feels a lot more dangerous and a lot less like the... He, he talks the same way, but he, I don't know. The Negan in the comic books feels much more dangerous without having to do anything. You yeah. know, before oh, okay. he does anything. He, well, he's he, in the comic books, he's a much more physically imposing figure too. Yeah, he he Jeffrey he's Dean Morgan's a tall like, guy, but Negan in the comic but, books is portrayed as being broad-shouldered, big, big yeah. like Yeah. Maybe not quite so tall, but definitely Yeah. a large daunting Hulk. in person yeah. to deal with. Um, I don't his know. His presence is is bigger, right? Not that it, I'm saying that Jeffrey. So far, I mean Jeffrey Dean Morgan has just done phenomenal. Oh, he oh, has yeah, absolutely. absolutely phenomenal. It, it just seems like it's a. It just feels a little different. That's all. It, it just Negan in the comics feels dangerous with a look. Jeffrey Dean Morgan gives that same look, but because of the way the character is drawn in the comics and the way Jeffrey Dean Morgan looks. He seems like a guy that you still want to give a high five when he's done doing whatever he's doing. And Negan in the comics, you seem like you want to run and hide behind a box. Um, okay. Well, do you, do you, that's kind of cool though. That's that's kind of yeah. good though because yeah. it's like it, it's deceptive. Right. It's oh, like, oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I'm a nice dude. Blah blah blah. But I'm gonna bash your head in with Lucio. Right. And <laughs> yeah. to me, that almost makes him feel a little bit more dangerous because I wouldn't say that Jeffrey Dean Morgan's portrayal is. It, it's not that he has a lack of conscience or that he is a moral. It's like he has, he's portraying it in a way that he knows he has deliberately chosen to forego morals. It's, it's not like yeah. he's a sociopath. He's not incapable of it. He has chosen to ignore it, he but you, you also have own rules. I'm sorry, real quick. So you, you also have now the contrast in behavior though of the governor that we got for like a season and a half already where the governor kind of had that same imposing demeanor and then actually turned out to, yes, be like unbalanced from like a mental health state. Jeffrey Dean Morgan just seems dangerous because he he doesn't, he doesn't wear it on his sleeve. It's just him. Yeah. I mean, and Negan very much has his own set of morals and his own set of rules, which I'm sure the show will get to, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, like he has his own ideas of what should be. And he gets a little bit to that with the idea of, you know, you work for me now, right? You work for me. And he just beats Rick into submission basically. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, he has his own other separate set of morals and ideals that I'm sure we'll get to that. I'm not going to talk anymore about, but they are there. They're just twisted and wrong. <laughs> That's all like it, but it's an apocalypse morals. Maybe. I don't know, but yeah, 
we'll see as the season progresses where they go with that, because there's some of it they just cannot do. Um, yeah. It, I mean, and, like, the thought is, like, everybody everybody already, like, I've seen, like, things that, like, people, are, I guess, are expecting them to kill Negan off by the end of this year. Okay. Um, well, because that, that's I, been, like, the track record. Well, but, but here's the deal. So, okay, so the first six seasons took you to basically issue 100 of the comic books. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We are on, like, 162 right now, and Negan is still in the comic books. Ah. Yeah. So, I don't, I don't see him unless they just can't afford Jeffrey Dean Morgan, which <laughs> I think is probably going to be bullshit because they make a ton of fucking money. Yeah, oh, their yeah. budget can be what it they, is. They, they probably it's took not. that into consideration when they cast him. Yeah, sure. Uh, and but, they have to. And well, then, you know what? Then they kill off some lesser characters, and it's all, it's all good. <laughs> That's right. how you balance a budget. Well, it's yeah. also going to be his willingness to stay with the project too. I mean, yeah. it, that's a lot of time to dedicate to a character in his career. That mm-hmm. are they going to be able to keep him around if if they go the same route as the comics for three more seasons? Yeah. If they but go if, that if, route, if you if you look at like just the interaction between the cast and him, like he already fits in. Like, he's, like, already in that cast, and he is one of the, the family now, already. Yeah. And he's only been there for eight months. I would agree. I mean, that, well, that's what, that was the big joke. I was like, well, you know, they had to pay him, so that's why they killed Glenn and Abraham off. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, other, the other thing about that reveal was... Um, I should have suspected that something might... Something else might happen later when when they finally show him choosing abraham they're just kind of straightforward about it like at the 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 point of view shot that they gave you at the end of season six where you, you're seeing it from abraham's eyes mm-hmm. you know they they went about it differently where it's now you're kind of not really looking through rick's eyes but kind of from that side of the perspective and you, yeah, you just just left yeah, and you you hear Negan say those words again, and then it's just like right then and there, he just raises the bat and wails him, like just cracks him. I should have realized like it was almost too straightforward. The way that they were showing you what people just spent six months talking about, they just kind of give you in the first 20 minutes, and it just I mean, that- happened. That's kind of how it happens in the comics, though. I well, mean, right, he, right, but, but but he doesn't hold back. There's no build up. It's just bam, you know. Right, like, right. One of you's going. Okay, you you go. That I can get, but for the for the producers and the writers, editors, the way they pace the show, the way they work out commercial breaks, etc. Sure. I I I heard them. Yes, they they did say before, like you know, no, we're not going to drag this out. You'll know exactly who it is. In, in episode one, I guess I either expected it to just be the flat out cold open where they weren't going to mess around at all and they were just going to reveal it right there before the credits, or they might drag it out and like within the last 10 minutes, 15 minutes, you that's, get it. That's kind of what I thought was going to happen. They were going to drag it out till the, the end of the episode and then do it. Right. And then you have enough time for like the, the, the emotional reaction from the group, the impact. Um, and, and to be fair, that, that last scene of them all, Mm-hmm. That was beautifully written and acted. Just that mm-hmm. way that he puts these strangers in front of him, torments them for a few hours, decimates two of their skulls into oblivion, 
and then and breaks down, break completely and utterly breaks down the leader that is the rock of the group. Exactly, and then basically just says, "I'll, right, see, you I'll see you in a week. You better have what I want." And then they just leave. They yeah. they don't care what they may or may not try to do to them. They don't like because they feel you know he feels he's gotten his point across. He feels he's won, but you're just left with, oh okay, so you're you're just everyone's just pulling out now and you're gone and those people are now just left to look you know at the two people that were just taken from them and figure out what to do not even what to do next but what to do that very moment like do do i do i blink my eyes do i breathe do i say anything do i sit up do i move a muscle do i literally what do i do this moment I don't know if he even caught it, dude. And, he, and he, like, as he was leaving, he's like, "Oh, here, we'll leave you this truck because you'll need it to get my shit." Yeah, like it's just like like nothing happened. Like I just stepped on a bug and I'm leaving. Peace out. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And uh, someone, I think it was on the Talking Dead. One of them pointed out. I don't know if it was Hardwick or one of the producers or somebody did point out that you know after all of that, and yes, maybe there's a slight revenge factor built into it, but out of everybody in the group. Maggie is the only one the only one that still sort of had the we're gonna get him fire mentality yeah the fire exactly mm-hmm. she has she might not have a plan she might not have an idea nothing but she's not been broken mm-hmm. I-, I felt like there was two things there they were gonna tease and they teased the hell out of like I said earlier with Rick's hand being chopped off they they teased it and teased it and it didn't happen and that's fine and at the end when Maggie's speaking that way and she says we need to get ready and because I I really thought she was going to say war because the comics that's actually the title of like a set of I want to say four or five issues it's a it's a it's a whole book. It's six. Six. So it's a six yeah, issue it's run. All out war. It's, it's called, called All Out War. war. And yeah. I thought she was going to say that, and she didn't. And I was like, ah, oh, that would have been perfect. It was just one of those things that I was hoping for, and didn't know I was hoping for it until it almost happened. But well, I, that's true. But at the same time, you know, if 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 the point of what they were trying to get across with this with this story arc is. After six years, Rick has been broken. You can't automatically switch it over to, well, yeah, he has, but they'll regroup immediately. And basically the same cyclical set of events is going to take place. Um, like In the coming episodes, at least from a production standpoint, do you guys think they will drag out... No, honestly, well, not even drag out, but do you think it'll be at least like this first half of the season, this whole arc where Rick accepts that they are under his, under Negan's nail? I think so. Yeah, I would, I would think honestly, like we're going to get the end of the first half of the season before February is going to be, my, my guess would be just the tease moving into the kingdom. Um, yeah. It, that would be my guess is that like they go and the first meeting with Ezekiel and the tiger at the kingdom and that's probably gonna like either be like the tease to start the next season or the very end of the first half. I can I can see that because there's still a good bit of stuff that has to happen in between all of that and um 
I think too is like they're they're I mean they you know how they they spread out the show they're they're gonna throw some filler episodes in that that really aren't necessary because I mean they even they even preview that for ne- this week's episode like you saw Morgan and Carol in in there so there, I, I have a feeling the next couple episodes might even focus just on them and but they already showed the like upcoming and yeah they showed Rick's in that in the church in Alexandria and says look. I'm not the boss anymore. Negan is. Mm-hmm. It's like I think there's going to be a lot of dealing with that. Plus, there 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 are a couple other things. I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to spoil what else happens in the comic books. But there are a couple other, you know, comic book or two ish episodes ish like you know like issues that will that could be put in there too. That could be easily made into a couple episodes of TV. So I I don't I don't think anything's really going to happen until probably. I wouldn't be surprised until the end of the season. And I, I think if we want to speculate moving forward um, and avoid spoilers, the one thing we definitely can do is speculate on Daryl and what's going to happen with him. Because, after all, not in the comics, we don't know what's going to happen with Daryl. So, yeah. Daryl's not in the comics. Right. So, yeah. so, I, I, so I we actually, can... I'm sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say we can speculate. Go ahead. Well, I, um, I thought... I mean, I kind of get it, but uh, I, the, <laughs> Jeffrey Dean Morgan really poked the real-life fire that I'm sure Norman Reedus was hoping that, you know, the internet would stay away from him. That, obviously, the por- He caused Glenn's Exactly. Death. The portrayal in the episode was, after he kills Abraham, uh, Daryl goes after Negan, gets a, gets a punch in, and that's, ex- that, that is like the sole reason that at least they portrayed that, uh, you know, Negan says, all right, I guess we need to keep going. You don't get it yet. And mm-hmm, then he yeah. just, like, like you said, the portrayal in the comics is okay. You, that was, it just, it was just a reflex. Like, all right, let's keep going. Picked somebody for whatever reason. Maybe he was just closest to him at the time. Maybe he, maybe he would have been his second choice anyway. Who knows? But then just crack there. That was, and that was the big thing. That's when, you know, someone like myself and, and, and maybe non-readers realize, holy frick, they, they did it. Like that, that's, they're, they're taking out Glenn. Like, holy frick, yeah. I can't believe it. Um, but from, from the, the writing standpoint, because of that action, how did the episode end? Negan tells his people to take Daryl. They put him in a van and they leave with him. That is a very convenient way to get him, to remove him from the situation and not really have to address him for a while. Sure. Because you don't have to go into the worries about how is Daryl now feeling, you know, this person he's been with for a couple of years. He just probably feels like he directly caused his death. Um, from a writing standpoint, you can avoid that for another couple episodes, probably. Yeah. I mean, it to me, it, Negan, the motivations of the character is he thinks he can break Daryl and use him. It, you know, I mean, I think he felt like the one of them to crack and come after him. He was just kind of waiting for it to happen, right? And mm-hmm. that was going to be whoever it was. That was his one with the fire that he knows he can break and turn against the others, for whatever twisted reason he believes that first person to crack would be the one he could take. Mm-hmm. And I think that 
it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Um, but I think it's going to put, it'll, it'll give a lot of, um, emotion probably to the character of Daryl's story arc this season, but it'll also slow it down a lot because mm-hmm. he's going to spend a good portion of this in a cell or yeah, he's something gonna along those lines. Time. Yeah. And I think that's going to be interesting to see how that plays out because it throws a whole different wrinkle into what happens in the comics. Um, Plus he's got to film Boondock Saints 3 too, so I mean... Yeah, he's got that going <laughs> got to on. make room for that. They better finally do if that's the case. No, they are. It's already yeah. it's greenlit. But it, it, in, in the comics they end up in a similar situation with a different character. Mm-hmm. And it, it happens further down the line. So it's hard to say exactly whether or not the same thing that happened in the comics is going to happen later or what happened in the comics with that character is going to happen because of Daryl. It's hard to say at this point. but Yeah, there, there, there there's a lot of stories still yet to be told. And I, I don't think we're going to get into any of the more war kind of stuff until probably the second half of the season. Yeah. At least the, 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 the first half of the season is going to drag them. It, it's yeah, it, it's going to feel like the first half of season three after <laughs> dealing with the governor the first time or. Yeah. I mean, there, there's going to be a whole bunch of, there's going to be some story building for Maggie. It looks like there's going to be definitely some more story building for, for, um, Carol and, uh, black dude, Morgan, Jesus Christ, Morgan. Yeah. <laughs> Just like it was. I, there, there's going to be a lot of stuff going on, so I, I think, and that, and I, I even think I saw like, in one of the trailers, the previous trailers, like Tara, uh, Tara and um, Tara and the the black dude with the dreads, they're out somewhere, so I think their story is going to be part of it too, like the, that wasn't even part of the comic book. So I think they're gonna well, they're gonna figure out a way to stretch that, it. That, that's a whole other thing, is yeah. that Tara doesn't even know that uh, the doctor is dead. Doctor the, the, the girl that was dead, now Glenn and right. Abraham are dead. She, she doesn't know any of this stuff. They don't know her and uh, what the hell is that black dude's name? Simon? No. Who are you talking about? Black dude with the dreads from Alexandria that went with Tara. Oh, um, glasses. Yeah, the dude that used to be on the. Uh, he was in. Um, uh, Ray, was it raise raise the blocker or? Oh no no he was he was in um, uh, Compton. Compton yeah. Crap! Yeah, I can't think of his name right now. I can't remember what his name is. In the yeah, movie, yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah. So the, I I you know, it's it's hard to say where it's gonna go. I I have a feeling it you know typical Walking Dead fashion, and it's gonna you know, up one episode and then the next couple episodes they're gonna kind of just dip a little bit and then they're gonna start climbing towards like four, five, six, seven, eight again, and then eight's gonna be like epic. Yeah. And then nine will be epic. And then it'll just dip again. It's it's. I mean, it's what they do. It's, it's it's all budget. It's all budget. You well, can't it, have it's budget and television the whole time. If yeah. you if you have every episode being balls to the walls, awesome. It, even that would eventually it in a heartbeat. Right. It, it would be. Oh my god, we had a five episode season and every episode was awesome. But who are these characters again? And yeah. 
you gotta build the story, and I, I'm totally right. on board with that. Like, I know a lot of people bitch about the, the slower episodes and stuff like that. Even my, my best friend, who, uh, as we're watching it, you know, he's watching his house, I'm watching it in my house, you know, we're texting each other the whole entire time. Yeah. And he'll bitch about that stuff. I, 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 mean, I, I personally, I don't mind the story building, because it's a TV show, and that's what I want to see. Yeah, I, I me personally... Let me get involved I personally would rather let a few episodes build up in my backlog and come back to it. But if it weren't if it weren't for social media, I could do that. Yeah, but, absolutely. You know, you log into Facebook once, you know what happened in the yeah. last episode. So yeah, you that's why my girlfriend gets so pissed off because by Monday she she already knows exactly for the most part what happened in the episode by the time me and her watch it. I will say it was pretty funny Sunday night. Like I wasn't even watching, but just Sunday night being on Facebook and Twitter and just seeing everybody explode about different things. <laughs> the little peer emojis and yeah, I don't think I saw anybody specifically say who went, but just everyone's were posting their reactions more or less. Yeah, and yeah, that was kind of fun to see. If if I had posted during that episode in the way that like I lie, I I call it live tweeting, even though I just do it on Facebook. <laughs> Whatever, um, 140 <laughs> characters, bull crap. Um. But if I did that the way that I do, like when I'm watching the presidential debates, I probably would have been writing more comments during this episode than I do during the debates. Like, it, it took I, I counted one. I, I did count one on you, Josh. That was like 30 or 31, <laughs> something like that, during the first presidential debate. And I was like, wow, he's he's putting a lot out there. Is he paying attention to what's being said? Or is he just <laughs> tweeting the whole time? Is this just... <laughs> It, it would have been like the same thing during this episode. It would have been like, oh my god, did you see they moved the camera over there and they briefly showed that car? Uh, did you see the license plate? I think it might mean that uh, it's they're going to pick this person and that's going to be who... It, I, it would have been like all conspiracy theories up until the moment they revealed it. <laughs> well. So this may be a dumb question. Is the comic still ongoing or is it done? Yes. Oh yeah, no, yeah comics, it's still going. Comics are still going. Okay. Yeah, they they yeah. he keeps finding new stuff to write about, and yeah, I'm on there. I I I get now because I bought the compendiums. I bought the first three compendiums, which took me to what is it, forty eight, forty eight, forty eight. So whatever the hell that number is, one forty four, one forty four. Yeah. So that took me to that, and then I I've bought the the two trade paperbacks that have come out since, and those come out every six months. Mm-hmm. And I think I so I'm up to another six, so six one fifty six that would take me to, and I believe they're on one sixty, ish. Okay, okay. I, think, I think the current issue is one sixty one sixty one something like that. Yeah, in I'm yeah, I think one or two guess. trade paperbacks behind him, and uh, yeah, I mean I, I hope the show keeps on going because what's going on in the comics now is. Oh, I can't Pretty damn whispers. awesome. Oh, spoiler, yeah. Whispers. <laughs> yeah, the name Whispers. The name. Uh, yeah, they I mean. like an endpoint in sight, right? They're just, the comics just going to keep going until they feel like stopping. That doesn't I, seem like the comics I've always yeah. felt like the eventual endpoint, one way or the other, is that Carl and Rick walk off as the last two people on Earth. Um, But. The you can't have a happy end, happy ever after. You can't no, no, not for them. Happiness. They're the last two people on Earth. That's not happy ever. I'm just after. saying you can't have that in general. You just can't have a happy ever after. You gotta. It's gotta be bad. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, like I, I don't think just Carl and Rick being the last two people alive is happily ever after. That's no, yeah. desolation <laughs> and waiting to die. That I mean, that's not. 
That's not like, good. Would you rather see everybody wiped out at the end? Mm-hmm. That's, that's how blaze you, of glory. That's dude. how it ends. Yeah. If everybody dies, Scott in the blaze of glory. Well, so, yeah, I mean, I mean, since that is still open ended, and uh, we are on, as Abraham would say, borrowed time this week. Um, I'm gonna steer this uh, to one last topic real quick so but before i do that i want to say that the actor and character that we could not think of from alexandra uh his name is Corey hawkins and his character is heath Heath, that's, that's it, it. Damn in it. alexandra yeah um so the, the last question that i want to ask you guys because i've been curious about this i guess there's especially at least on the show i don't know about as much in the comics but over the years there has been uh different characters who when they do die on the show Apparently, people who I, 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 I there's like this universal acceptance that people dislike certain characters that I'm not all that aware of because like nobody really gets under my skin. Uh, the first time it happened was when Lori died, I think, in the prison uh, after giving birth to Judith, and then I guess a lot of people weren't that big of a fan of Andrea as well. That I learned, I I I liked Andrea a lot. Andrea, yeah. And she got annoying. She, from from what she was in the comic books uh, to to what she they made her in the show. Okay, it was I, I didn't. She was closer to a female it. version of Daryl in the comics. Almost it felt like yeah, oh, okay. basically, yeah. In but what were you gonna ask, Josh? Well, I guess sort of like is it, it did 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 you guys share those sentiments? Were there any characters like that that have gone off so far that you? were happy that they were no longer being portrayed because either their character or the person portraying them was not doing it in in an you know in an entertaining and artful way and you're happy that they were gone. The, the only one that I in my personal opinion, the only one that I was kinda like I wasn't happy to see them go, but I was kinda like, okay, yeah, you had run your course because you were just starting to annoy me was Dale. Really? Yeah, Dale, the voice of reason. <laughs> but he, I, I, I get what he was doing, but like the, just like especially when it came time when that they had that prisoner dude. Yeah. And I just I, I maybe I, I understand his point of view of the whole scenario, but it's just the way that they portrayed it and the way he acted it. I, well, I just I, I was just like, all right, yeah, okay, shut up, dude. Yeah, I mean, the, the thing is, doing. is they with Dale, they did not portray him to be this. No. The the voice of moral reason he was in the comics for a lot of them but he was also an old sleazebag who was sleeping with andrea and her sister um yes. Ew. Yeah. yeah so well, at least he was definitely it wasn't a at much the same different time. character uh, he was also well, the one that lost his leg not herschel yeah oh, okay out there too um for me personally um i would say that character has not been killed yet um i i am really over the whole sasha thing um Personally, yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't feel like it's that interesting. Yes, she has PTSD. We don't need four episodes to tell us that. Let's move on. <laughs> okay. Um, it, it, but the the character that I actually feel opposite about that I felt played so much a bigger role in the comics that they did not give the proper respect to was Tyrese. Um, okay, absolutely. It, absolutely. He, he was so monumental in the comics mm-hmm. and. Mm-hmm he was just kind of there for the show. Like he, he didn't play. I mean, he was basically like a second main character for a large part of the first compendium, the first 
50 issues or so of the comic. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. He, he was like the next yeah. guy down. He was the Daryl. And yeah, he was, yeah, you're right. He was the Daryl. Yeah. Of, he was yeah. the other guy absolutely. you really cared about. And they just didn't do that justice. And I felt bad when he died. Cause I was hoping they might eventually do him justice in that sense. And they mm-hmm. just never did. Um, yeah. yeah I, I'll say that his exit now he's was on arrow. quick. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's on arrow now. Yeah. yeah, he's uh the black. The, what's the new the new villain the new main bad guy boss on Arrow now, Brian? The black guy. Uh, shit. That's him. Church. That's the church guy. Just, yeah. Uh, something church. Something church. Yeah. Hmm. He's on. Yeah, he's on Arrow now. I at least got that but, reference. <laughs> yeah, I got. I got to agree with Mike. That yeah, you know what? The the more and more. Like I, cause I've I've gone back and reread the compendiums a couple times now. I think cause like well actually when I got compendium I had read compendium one and compendium two because I got those both for Christmas a couple several years ago, and then when I got when I knew three was coming I hurried up and reread one and two again, just yeah. so I was like it's all fresh. So and, I- uh, yeah, you know what they they really did they they really botched up on on what they could what they what Tyrese could have been as a character. Yeah, hmm. on the show, and it, with the compendiums, I was the guy who was like hopping at the comic book counter like one once a week. Like, did the second compendium come out yet, guys? The, is it there yet? <laughs> is it there yet? I got like out with the, I got like out with the third one. I was like, when the fuck is this thing coming out? And I had <laughs> yeah. I actually had it on my phone for a calendar date, and I pre-ordered it on Amazon. So <laughs> yeah, I mean that that's forty eight issues. That's like a couple years. You know, Four years. Well, they were releasing them quicker. For the first two, that's like, right. Yeah, the, that's the right. first. Yeah, you're right. But now it's once a month, so yeah. it's technically to get 48 issues, you got to go four years now. Yeah, and so it, that's why I started switch back. And that's why I went to the trade paperbacks because I can't wait four years for the compendium. Save you money. They they you get to read a lot all at once. But I'll tell you, just for the fact that the things weigh a ton and they're a pain in the butt to actually read. Just get the trade paperbacks. If I have to make <laughs> a recommendation to people wanting to read the comics. It's going to save you a good bit of money if you can find a good sale on a compendium for 30, 40 bucks as opposed to buying six, uh, or no, I guess it would be eight, eight trade paperbacks per compendium that are going to cost you 10 bucks a piece. 10 to 15 bucks a piece, yeah. Yeah, yeah you're going to save money, but you're going to sit with a 20 pound thing of comics on your lap <laughs> while you're trying it's to read awesome. it and trying to hold it. <laughs> talking about 20 I only, I honestly, I sold my compendiums. The only one I still have that's a full omnibus size comic is uh, the Joe Kelly run on Deadpool. That that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Anymore, I can't have. I like that one. I keep just because it's every Joe Kelly Deadpool that there is in one. So it's nice, but it, it's hard to read them. <laughs> it, I mean, like it when you get to the. When you're in the front of the compendium or the end of the compendium, and the thing is like trying to flip over on you, when you're in the middle, it's okay. But the <laughs> front and the back ends, when you've got like 15 or 16 pounds in one hand and just a couple in the other. Ugh. Hashtag comic book problems. Yeah. <laughs> yeah first world comic book problems. Yeah. Well, I, just read fast, bitches. I, I will end by saying I never experienced wanting a character off the show I except once, which was. Um, Jesse's dumb, stupid son, Sam, who sat, oh, yeah. oh, well, sat yeah. up in his yeah. dumb room and then couldn't for freaking five minutes keep his dumb mouth shut while they tried walking mm. through a sea of zombies. 
killed his whole family. And got his whole freaking family killed. And Carl shot in the face. All they had to literally do, just Sam, shut up. Don't speak for five minutes. And the kid's like 13 years old. It's not even like trying to wrangle a seven-year-old. And no. just at the at the end of that like season break when they were leaving, and you just hear, "Mom, mom," yeah. and I thought you're gonna get everybody killed, and you just you shut up, shut your dumb stupid face. They killed him off pretty good though too. Oh yeah, yeah. That was his the way that they they ate they him did, but then awesome. Jesse lost her crap, and then she lost she got off her guard. Dude, and what went did down. you if your, if your child was if eating, that was my kid? Him. I would have laughed and kicked him further <laughs> into the horse. <laughs> <laughs> Kicked him that was the back. kid. Yeah, like no, I, I would have just left him. I, he wouldn't even have been in the line. I'd have said, "We'll be back sometime." <laughs> that, that, you're a, you're that, a douchebag. We're going. That's see what ya. Sarah and I said after we saw that. We said, "You know what? We're the whole group should just slowly disengage their hands from him. Keep walking. Don't respond to his cries and his like calls of mom." Mom, just keep walking, let him go away, <laughs> just keep going. And he got it, well, his brother was all flipped out too, but yeah, he got himself and his mom killed, and I, he's the only character I ever actively hated. But, that is a sour I, way you know, to I would add him to my list too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, that is a sour way to end an episode, which is the hopeful zombie dismemberment of, like, a preteen, but... Oh well, the, yeah. the, the kid had it coming. He uh, did. So, any closing remarks, uh, Brian? Why, why why don't you give us our our last thought? Uh, I'm glad you guys enjoy the show. <laughs> we do. Without you guys, this episode wouldn't be possible. So, thank you. We do, and I'll just say quickly because Brian did not yet uh, check out the Facebook page. Leave comments about this topic if you have your own thoughts about The Walking Dead or any of the seasons, the season premiere, if you don't ever want us to do this again, or if you'd like us to do it more, uh, let, yeah, we'll let him know. we'll try to get you a full two hours at some point, I think. I think we'll, we'll try to plan it better so we can get a full full episode with Walking Dead for you guys at some point. Maybe like a season review kind of thing. Like, or mid-season yeah, like yeah, after... I feel like yeah, we could do that. Yeah, they usually do the the mid season stuff, so I feel like that might be a good time to try to reconvene. That'll be seven weeks from now. Yep, yep, seven weeks. Mark All mark right. your calendars. We'll try to figure out what date that is. We'll, it's we'll plan it's it like it mid December. Yeah, that's Rogue One time. It, 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 can, it can it can be the Rogue Super Friends uh, Christmas <laughs> present. But it'll be it'll be right before Rogue One, so it'll be a good topic while you're waiting to have that. Well, and you Rogue also One have review. like. You also have like from December to February to fit it in. That is true. Yeah, yeah we it can doesn't find have time to happen. Yeah, it, so do a do a first half of the season wrap up and the second half of the season speculation. That there is true. Go. So um, uh, the other- yeah, I don't really know what else we got on tap. I know I, there's some geek news stories that I've put to the back burner over the last two weeks that I really really want to talk about. So I think there's a buttload that might have to be next week. I think. And then I think the following week, assuming we get enough people to see Doctor Strange, we could yep. probably do a Doctor Strange review. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'll be there, it. not opening, but Saturday. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, as long as everybody can get around to it, like, that weekend. Oh, yeah, be good, yeah. Good for that, the following that'll be, week. That'll be no problem. Yeah. I can't promise, so. Oh, come on. <laughs> I'll go with you. It's up, it's up to Jess, man. <laughs> it's all up to Jess. Uh, well, you have a couple weeks to convince her. Yeah. What are you talking about? It's next weekend. Yeah. Okay, you have... 
a week and a half to get Yeah, but we won't <laughs> be able to record the episode talking about it till like the third Wednesday or Thursday following its release. So that's like two well, weeks. Well, on the weekend, we ain't seeing it. So <laughs> if we don't get to go on the weekend, it, it, it'll be the following Mike's weekend, got his window. So. Yeah, it's been at a Cumberbatch. My wife's in, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. See if you can sell her on the Cumberbatch. Yes, she don't even know who the fuck that is. <laughs> We've already lost. She doesn't watch Sherlock. Wow, no, no, she don't watch TV. Sherlock, honestly, it's the only show close to The Walking Dead for me. <laughs> so, but that is for another day. Yeah, one other thing, I'll probably just end with. You can find us now on iTunes, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. Uh, feel free to drop us a five-star rating and review on any of those sites. Uh, that'll help us out, get noticed and recognized. And uh, be sure to share, subscribe, favorite us, whatever you need to do to come back to us and find us later. Keep it easy for yourself. And I guess that's it. On behalf of Josh, Mike, and Mike, and myself, thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you guys next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>